The Money Show. The Markets. On the markets today, a positive start for the JSE closing up close to a percent backed by retailers mining shares and uh, today a pick and pay surging past 6% this afternoon after the company told the market that it expects a sales growth of 11.5% for the first half of the year. The likes of Anglo and Sasol also up more than 3%. Alpha Min up more than 5%. The Rand at 1798 to the dollar last I checked. 20 Rand 18 to the pound and 1757 to the euro. Merrill Pick uh, will be doing the market commentary today. She's the portfolio manager at Old Mutual Investment Group. Of course, uh, the big story, Merrill, though, after all those I've mentioned, is Process having cancelled that 85 billion rand deal to buy Indian payments firm Billdesk. Uh, you know, process doing a lot of, uh, offletting in terms of, we, we saw what they did with 10 cent and also not agreeing to one of what would have been some of the biggest deals and acquisitions for process this year, saying they're not going to that particular deal. Why weren't they, uh, you know, ready to sign on this one? Yeah, good evening, Mateo. Good evening to your listeners. Um, it's, um, look, so it's interesting because the, the CCI being the Competition Commission of India had just recently approved the deal. Um, and perhaps that was seen as a positive sign that it would go ahead. However, keep in mind that the the deal price was put out there when tech sector valuations were much higher. So um, as we've seen interest rates going up, um, particularly led by the Fed, discount rates for valuations across equities are going up, and um, the tech sector is particularly sensitive to that growth but which is largely tech, um, because cash flows from a lot of these um, subsidiaries and the companies themselves are so long dated. When you apply a higher discount rate, there's quite a pronounced you know impact on on valuations. So um, it's unclear at this stage whether process is walking away from build it, um, uh, from the deal indefinitely. Um, there's you know, potential that they could come back, but um, at a more attractive valuation. I wouldn't um, rule that out. But what it does mean is that it's a, there's a lot less pressure on the process um, balance sheet. Um, a few months ago, they announced quite an aggressive and indefinite um, uh, you know, share buyback yeah. program funded by selling 10 cents. So I think this adds an underpin to their ability to keep um, buying back shares. And the way that, you know, Tencent, the biggest asset, has derated, um, it actually is quite an, 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 an interesting share price entry point into Tencent from here with the additional underpin of the, the ongoing share buyback process that is. So, um, yeah, for South African investors, this is a... One of the cheapest entry points that you've seen into into ten cents in quite some time. I guess that's the positive end of it. But process shares going down twenty seven percent in Amsterdam this year, uh, going down eight percent in the JSC today. Uh, these are the JSC darlings, of course, uh, uh, along with Nasdaq. But uh, it's been a, quite a volatile year in the market. Then they haven't had much joy. Do you think they are taking a wait and see approach before they sign on any other big deals and also letting go some of the exposure in the ten cent in China? So the exposure in Tencent will be ongoing to fund um, the buyback. There's sort of a very mechanistic process, um, very algorithmic process in place at the moment where they will sell a certain amount monthly, weekly, daily, um, 
and assess what the impact is on the on the discount. Um, I expect that to continue quite mechanically for up to 12 months before management reassesses. Um, I think definitely the, the the business recognizes that the cost of capital has gone up, um, which is a prudent thing to recognize, um, and that you know hurdle rates therefore for acquisitions have to be higher. Um, it is going to, I think every deal will be scrutinized more carefully by the market because of the cost of capital. That being said, though, with valuations coming down and the business model that they have being, you know, acquisitive, uh, almost a, a venture capitalist mindset, um, when ratings are low, this should be the time yeah. to go looking, <laughs> um, to acquire. <laughs> so, you know, their they, they conservatism... Yes, perhaps the, the more prudent thing would, would be to be more contrarian and, and actually go looking for good opportunities um, now, provided they can fund them. And let's have a quick look at pick and pay. Uh, the retailer seeing its shares go past 6%, saying sales mm. growth will be up 11.5%. But when you read down the statements, right there at the bottom, it says food, food inflation is up more than 7%. Um, yeah. That food inflation, how is it going to affect you know retailers and retail shares on the JSE this year? Because, of course, inflation not really going down as fast as the sub would like it to. Sure. I mean, there, there are a couple of... Themes, our philosophy is around theme and price um, at all mutual. And there are a couple of themes emerging from, from this result. I think the one is the food inflation angle, um, being that the food inflation is persistently high and was on the rise prior to, uh, prior to Russia's invasion of Ukraine because of supply chain um, disruptions, droughts in various areas, etc., Obviously, the, the Russia-Ukraine invasion has exacerbated that to a, you know, an astounding degree. Um, this is a global phenomenon, and South Africa hasn't um, escaped that. Um, so what we're seeing consistently is food inflation above that which both food producers, uh, or rather soft commodity inflation beyond what food producers can pass through and beyond what food retailers can then pass through to consumers. What that means at a company level is that we're going to see a theme of margin pressure, a negative theme of margin pressure as a result of um, the consumer not being able to absorb this um, you know, high food inflation. For pick and pay specifically, you know, there were some base effects. So the 11% sales number, if you normalize it for the, the July riots, it's closer to 8%. Still, it's quite strong earnings growth of 20% um, off you know, a low base. I think the other theme for Pick and Pay specifically is um, at a company level, they have launched a new strategy. So uh, I think they've taken a look around at the biggest competitor, being ShopRite, which has a very well-defined um, customer segmentation with the Checkers brand, the ShopRite brand, the YouSave brand. And Pick and Pay's you know, answer to that is the Boxer brand, when they're new, QualiSafe brand, which is a value, yeah. more of a value offering, and the traditional pick-and-pay brand targeted at the other end. So what is going to be key to watch is how that company-specific theme of a new management, new CEO, new strategy um, plays out. It's too early to tell, but this is a yeah. potential, yet another turnaround strategy for pick-and-pay, which one needs to watch. 
We'll keep an eye on that. Of course, that was Merrill Pick, Portfolio Manager at Old Mutual Investment, breaking down the markets today. That news from Process, uh, c- going out of that 85 billion rand deal with uh, f- that firm in India, Buildesk, after conditions on the deal weren't met. And also Process shares down 27% this year in Amsterdam and Process down 8% on the JSE today.